Hello, Los Angeles Kings fans, and welcome to episode 47 of the Kings Den, as always presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. As always, before we get started, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the Kings Den THPN. Follow me, your host, Jordy Cunningham, on Twitter at Cunningham Jordy. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet. Don't forget to follow us on YouTube at the Hockey Podcast Network for all of our video footage. And don't forget to follow us on Patreon for just one dollar. You can find all our exclusive bonus content and bonus podcasts. So definitely check us out at the Hockey Podcast Network on Patreon. Episode 47 of the Kingston. I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham. And holy moly, times are hot in LA right now. Five in a row. For the LA Kings, 5 in a row since the trade deadline, 8-2-1 over their last 11. The Kings are hot right now. And I think it all goes to the point that we talked about after the deadline. We talked after the deadline about how teams that teams that are in that struggle, teams that are rebuilding, the, the whole year is a struggle. But once the trade li- deadline comes around, the, the ease goes. Everything becomes easier. The stress goes away because you don't stress about being moved. You don't stress about your friends, the better players on the team getting traded. The it's it's a reliever once the trade deadline hits, and that's what it is for the LA Kings right now. Is they're playing their best hockey of the year again, five in a row, five uh, five and zero oh since the trade deadline, eight two and one over their last eleven, and it continued this week. They're they have won five in a row because of the two wins this week, a one nothing shootout win against the Toronto Maple Leafs, and a huge 7-3 win against Minnesota Wild on Saturday. Just the second time this season, the LA Kings have scored seven goals in a game, but we're going to get into all of that. But like I said, it's just a time right now, before we get into the games, I just want to say this is a time right now where it's just the stress is off the LA Kings. They know they're not going to make the playoffs. But their players, the trade deadline's over. The moves have been made. Guys just have to play their game now and fight for their spots for next season. And that's the way that they're playing right now. Guys are fighting. The young guys are fighting for spots or guys fighting for contracts. There's, it's, it's an exciting time, but it's also players that are kind of on the edge. It's, uh, it's a weird time for them. It's a time where they got to battle. They got to grind. Players like Ben Hudden fighting for another contract. There's a bunch of players fighting for another contract. But the, everyone's playing just so much easier they're playing. They're they're not squeezing the stick through their fingers anymore. They're playing calm. They're playing loose, and it's fun to see for this LA Kings team. As once again, five in a row, and it continued with the one nothing win against the Toronto Maple Leafs in the shootout on Thursday night. But before we get into that, let me tell you about our friends at Cool Hockey. Since 1999, CoolHockey.com has been the number one online source for purchasing and customizing officially licensed NHL hockey jerseys in North America. Quality is just as important to them as it is to you, and that's why they ensure that every product that leaves their stores is done to the exact specifications of the NHLPA. Cool Hockey stocks officially licensed NHL products from Adidas, Fanatics, Reebok, and CCM, and hence stitch them in their 1,500-square-foot state-of-the-art protection facility in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, to ensure the most authentic customization possible. Since I don't outsource jerseys for customization like their competitors they're able to offer the best quality pricing and delivery time on all of their products cool hockey staff live and breathe hockey and it shows in their work find out why coolhockey.com is the number one source for nhl hockey jerseys online cool hockey is committed to providing every customer with high quality product that is hand stitched by professionals since cool hockey does not outsource any jersey for customization that means their jerseys can be customized and shipped to shipped to you faster than their competitors and cool hockey jerseys and customization is officially licensed by both the NHL and the NHLPA. They take pride in making you just look like the players on the ice. Check out our friends at www.coolhockey.com. And as always, don't forget if you spend 
$219 or more on coolhockey.com. Use promo code THPN for 20% off. So www.coolhockey.com, promo code THPN for 25% off when you spend $219 or more. And don't forget about our contest here at the Hockey Podcast Network with coolhockey.com and with Tankathon. I will remind you about that again at towards the end of the episode. But let's get into this one nothing win for the LA Kings against the Toronto Maple Leafs. Of course, it was the first game back in LA for Kyle Clifford, Jack Campbell, and Jake Muzzin. Of course, Jake Muzzin's hurt right now, so he, of course, wasn't playing, but he made the trip so we can make the trip back to LA. Jack Campbell did not get the start in this game. Freddie Anderson got the start between the pipes, but Kyle Clifford played. They had a very nice tribute video for these three players. As Of course, these guys were kings for a long time, especially Clifford and Muzzin. They both made great contributions. All three of them made great contributions to the kings throughout their careers were part of the uh, the, tw- the 2004 Cup run. So it was awesome to see the great tribute video that the Kings had put together for Kyle Clifford, Jake Muzzin, and Jack Campbell. This was quite the game. Exciting game for it ending one nothing in a shootout. But there was great, great chances all game long. Toronto actually outshot the Kings 36-30. What an overtime. We'll get to that in a second. Anderson and Quick boasted on their head. One of these rare games where it's one nothing in a shootout. So both... Goaltenders get credited with the shutout. Jonathan Quick and Freddie Anderson both stood on their head in this game. They both deserve the shutout. For Quick, it's the first shutout of the season for LA Kings goalie. First shutout of the season. Think about that for a second. Uh, the Kings were good on the faceoff. Again, 55% in the circle. Uh, both teams had great chances throughout the whole game. Both teams exchanged posts in the first period. They were ever so close to scoring. I thought... There was great action throughout the game, and I thought all four lines were buzzing for the Kings. All four lines had great chances. Wagner had a great chance. Perhorkin had a great chance. The top line of Brown, I follow, and Brown had good chances. Of course, Lazat, he's been playing a lot. He's been playing great lately. He had some chances. There, Kempe, Kempe's been great as well lately as well. All four lines were contributing. They just could not get past get one past Freddie Anderson. And on the defensive side of things, there was a lot of two-on-ones that the Kings gave up. Odd man rushes, two-on-ones, three-on-twos, even a couple breakaways. But Jonathan Quick st- stood to the task. It was great to see. And the defense did a great job of getting back in those situations as well and making the smart defensive play. But again, this was Jonathan Quick's game as well. He stood on his head. He was the first star of the game. He was great in this game. Uh, back to Adrian Kempe for a second. He scored the shootout winner. He had six shots in the game as well. He was the third star of the game. And the second star was Freddie Anderson, sandwiched between Quick and Kempe. Something uh, something from the defense, though, that I did want to say that I really liked in this game. The Kings had 30 shots in this game. 11 were from the defense, including four by Sean Walker. He had a great game. I think two or three of his shots were in overtime, which was such a crazy overtime. But it was good from the defense to try to uh, try to get more into the scoring. It was awesome to see. And Chad, like, had, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, that head coach Tom McClellan said that before the trade deadline and kind of most of the season, it was kind of weird for the defense. They were kind of rotating between eight defensemen, but now they're rotating between seven. There, there, there was a lot more fighting for playing time. There's not much of that anymore as Joachim Ryan sat in this game and he sat against Minnesota as well and the defense is kind of solidifying and late in the season here and but I, Sean Walker is going to be here for a while and I thought he had one of his best games in a while he's he's one of his young guys that's kind of brought it on a bit lately as well again 11 shots from the defense in this game and four by Sean Walker it, again both teams had great chances throughout but let's get to the overtime what an overtime this was 
Five-minute overtime. Five-minute three-on-three overtime. The Kings had seven shots. The Leafs had six shots. The Kings had a power play. They couldn't convert. Both teams had great chances. Nylander had a breakaway for Toronto that quick stoned him on. The Kempe had a great had a couple great chances. Sean Walker had a great chance. Lazat had a great chance. I think Brown had a great chance. But Freddie Anderson sat on his head as well. It was a crazy overtime back and forth action. One of the this is why three on three overtime is so exciting. That's why they should make it ten minutes three on three instead of just the five minutes. Because no one nobody likes to see the game end in a shootout. And we'll get to that in a second. But it was just it was such a fun overtime between these two teams because especially the Maple Leafs are so talented. They're one of the most like we know, they're one of the most high. They score a lot of goals, but they give up a ton of chances as well, like they did in this game. And LA just couldn't convert because Freddie Anderson again stood on his head, and Quick was vintage, was vintage Jonathan Quick for the Kings again, thirty six saves for Jonathan Quick to get the shutout. I, I another thing I do want to mention. I mentioned Kempe had great, had such a good game. He scored the shootout winner. Marty Furk had a good game as well. He he he. I've liked him on the power play since he's become a full time LA King. And man, that one timer is deadly. That is, I wouldn't want to get in front of that. Like we know, he won. He won the hardest shot at the AHL All Star Game for the Ontario Reign with a shot of a hundred and nine point two, and he is firing that one timer just relentless at all times during the game. Even, but especially on the power play, and it's been crazy to see. Uh, like he put that one. He got that one stuck in the side of the net a couple games ago. It is scary to see Marty Furk's shot. But again, it goes to the shootout. Kempe gets the winner. He had a great game against six shots on net. But that shootout, man, overtime was so good. So good. Back and forth action. Like I said, 13 shots in total, seven for the Kings, six for the Leafs. But that shootout, man, it was bad. It was bad. Yeah, Kempe won it in the fourth round. Both teams exchanged goals in the third round. But, man, some of the attempts. Did Michael Matteo's attempt. Did you see that? If you watched the game, you saw it. He made a great move on Freddie Anderson, had a wide-open net, and shot it right into his pad. Like, the net doesn't get much more wide open for Michael Amadio than it did, and he shot it right into the pad of Freddie Anderson. Prohorkin got stopped in the shootout. Uh, Kempe scores to put the Kings ahead, and then Mitch Marner goes, and he loses the handle going up against Jonathan Quick, which got the Kings the one nothing win in the shootout again. It was the first shutout of the season for the LA Kings. Jonathan Quick, of course, gets it in this wild one nothing shutout win. And also, you guys know I love stats, and we got some stats in this episode, episode 47 of the Kings Ben Den. But this one I love. That was the Kings' first one nothing shootout win since October 16th, 2014 against St. Louis. Again, that was the LA Kings' first one nothing shootout win since October 14, October 16th, 2014, against the St. Louis Blues. That's a long time. And the goals, there's a lot of goals in that NHL every night, and you don't see games like this very often. That goes 0-0 into the shootout. You don't see it very often. It happened. I, I wonder how many times this happened this season, this 2019-2020 season. I, less than five. Less than you can count on your finger. I bet you that. It hasn't been many. But the LA Kings got one. On Thursday night, as they beat the Toronto Maple Leafs by the score of one to nothing in the shootout, Justin Bieber was there trying to celebrate, uh, trying to cheer on the Maple Leafs, but the Kings decided to spoil the party as they beat the Toronto Maple Leafs by the score of one to nothing in the shootout on Thursday night. And before we get to the huge 
7-3 win over, th- over the Minnesota Wild on Saturday afternoon. Let me tell you about our friends at Puffy Mattresses. A ra- rated America's most comfortable mattress, Puffy provides the ultimate sleep to thousands of customers nationwide. The Puffy Mattress is an all-foam memory it's an all-foam mattress with a medium firmness level and outstanding pressure relief. Low-density memory foam makes for an exceptionally soft sleeping surface, and lightweight sleepers and side sleepers will appreciate the bed's cradling support, which balances comfort with proper spinal alignment. Check out our friends at www.puffy.ca. Now, Saturday afternoon. The Kings are hot, but this game, 7-3 to three doesn't indicate how close this game actually was. The Kings... Beat the Minnesota Wild 7-3. It's spoiler season. It is spoiler season for the LA Kings. We talked about it. Minnesota, they're trying to make a run at the playoffs. They were in a playoff position the other night. But the Kings, do you know what your job is at the end of the season? When you're a team that's at the bottom of the standings, you play spoiler. You go, you beat teams that are trying to make the playoffs, that are uh, that are kind of on the fringe wild card area. You beat them. You want to spoil things for them. And that's what the LA Kings did on Saturday afternoon with the 7-3 win over the Minnesota Wild. But again, it was a lot closer than 7-3 indicates. The Kings outshot the Minnesota Wild 35-28. They also set the tone in this game. 27 hits for the LA Kings in this game. With the win, they did take the season series two games to one. The top line of Brown, Kopitar, and Ayafalo, they were going in this game. Dustin Brown had the hat trick. Kopitar had... Uh, and a four-point night. Kopitar had a three-point night. I follow had a two-point night. Well, let's get into it here. In the first period, it was just one nothing after the first. Kopitar had the goal, made it one nothing. Huge rebound. It was almost like a set play that they described on the broadcast. I don't think it was watching it, but you've seen a set play like this before. Brown comes in on the right wing. He just slaps it. Stalock saves it. Huge rebound right to the tape of Anze Kopitar that goes in his, off his tape into the back of the net to make it one to nothing for the LA Kings. That was Brown and I follow with the assist on Kopitar's 20th of the year. And then you get to the second period. Kind of a weird bounce right off a of faceoff. Uh, about 14 seconds in to the second period. Offensive zone draw for the Minnesota Wild. Bit of a weird bounce off the faceoff. Great positioning by the Minnesota Wild to get in to get in front of Travis or uh, Curtis McDermott. Just great positioning to box him out and have a have a wide open space to tie the game at one. Good goal for the Minnesota Wild. It's kind of hard to explain over podcast, but it was just great positioning by the Minnesota Wild part to make it two to one. But a few minutes later, Blake Lazat shorthanded makes it two to one. Blake Lazat two on one with Adrian Kempe. A shorthanded goal made it two to one. A two on one made it two to one. A shorthanded goal for Blake Lazat, his first career shorthanded goal from Kempe. It was great. It was a great play by Blake Lazat because he battled his way to the two-on-one. He battled his way so much that he drew a penalty. But Kempe kept it and got it to Lazat, who who got position, drew the penalty, got position, and scored. So, of course, the penalty got nullified, but made it two-to-one. And it was just great hustle by Blake Lazat on that goal. And then a few minutes later, Trevor Moore, right out of the penalty box, goes, steals the puck, and beats Staylock to make it 3-1. to one. Good to see Trevor Moore get on the board. He's now got three goals in 13 games at, since joining the LA Kings. Of course, coming over from Toronto in the deal a couple weeks before the deadline. But now, with that goal, three goals in 13 games with the LA Kings for Trevor Moore. It was 3-1 after two periods, and then... It caught a little too close for comfort, but it was also the Dustin Brown show at the same time. Early in the third, Dustin Brown makes it 4-1. Four to, four to one. It all started with an unbelievable backdoor pass by Onze Kopitar. And 
this is I'm, I say it quite often. I feel like I said it once episode. This is another instance where I wish I could show you this play. This play was sick. An unbelievable backdoor pass by Anze Kopitar. His vision is so incredible on the ice. It was it is insane. Backdoor pass to Ben Hutton. He puts it on net. Huge rebound right to the stick of Dustin Brown, who makes it four to one. But it was all that pass by Kopitar, man. It was insane. And the ability for Hutton to get it on net. Rebound goes right to Dustin Brown. He made it four to one. But then the wild, they, that pissed them off. They started to push back. Jared Spurgeon with the absolute snipe made it four to two. And then play goes by the wild are putting more and more pressure on they score to make it four to three with 425 left and if that's where it got tense you're only down by one you're only you're up four to three with only with just over four minutes left it's getting a little tense minnesota they're battling for a playoff spot they're gonna keep putting that pressure on and they did but then dustin brown went beast mode vintage dustin brown with 213 left a great drive to the net coming down the left wing with that right-handed stick. Goes around the defenseman. Nice drive to the net. Gets it around Alex Daylock, a 5-3 goal. Again, with 2.13 left. And you could say that was the dagger, but the LA Kings scored two more. Of course, that was Brown's second of the game, 18th of the year, I believe. I might have that wrong. No, 16th of the year, sorry. But it was, it was just a great drive to the net. Great speed around the defenseman. Found space. Got on that. And it was actually, they pointed out on the pointed this out on the Kings broadcast as well that Salok was very active with the stick all all afternoon long. Like the Trevor Moore goal, for example, it's just a, a read play. Salok tried to poke check Trevor Moore. He, he made a nice play to pull it back and put it over Alex Salok. In this, in this instance, Salok didn't poke check. And if he did, Dustin Brown would have absolutely ran out of room. But Salok didn't poke check. Brown was able to get around Salok and the defenseman and tuck it in to make it 5-3 to three with 2.13 left. A uh, a minute later, 59 seconds later, Dustin Brown gets the empty net hat trick goal to make it 6-3. Kopitar with the awareness and the space to get it to Dustin Brown. He fired it into the empty net to make it 6-3 with a minute 14 to go. And then off the draw, just a few seconds later, the it was with about a minute to go, about 58 seconds to go. McDermott dumps it in to the wild zone right, right almost dead center of the right circle. And it takes a wild bounce no pun intended i guess it takes a wild bounce as it actually kind of had backspin it kind of ba- bounced kind of towards the slot a little bit right on the stick it gave velarde who just threw it past alex daylock to make it seven to three for the la kings and that would be the final as your la kings went on to beat the minnesota wild by the score of seven to three with dustin brown's hat trick he is up to 17 goals on the season and 299 for his career. So he's his next one is 300. That's going to be a huge milestone for him, a great milestone for any player in the NHL, and especially Dustin Brown. That'll be awesome to see when that happens. Andre Kopitar, he, of course, he had, a th- he had three points, a goal, and two assists. He was plus five in the game. That's impressive. Plus five in the game for Andre Kopitar. And despite giving up two goals in the third, it was a battle, but... Cal Peterson was great in this game behind the uh, between the pipes again. He was great. He's showing that he's going to be the future of the LA Kings and that he's so calm, so poised, so he's just there's no panic in him in the net. He's he's I loved watching him play again. 25 saves in this game for Cal Peterson. Over his last 3 games, he stopped 102 of 107 shots. That's pretty good. He's only allowed 5 goals over his last 3 games. That's pretty good. Again, and for all those shots he's faced, 102 saves in, in 
on 107 shots over his last three games. It was another great game for Cal Peterson between the pipes and another great win for the LA Kings. As with that, like we said, five in a row for the LA Kings. They are hot. Of course, fans might be a little iffy, like, hey, is this going to ruin the draft position? No, it won't. Trust me. It's a lottery. It's going to be fine. It's good that they're playing well, that the young guys are getting more experience and they're getting more confidence late in the season because that is going to go huge into next season. And the Kings still have something to play for. Like I said, they're playing the spoiler right now. They played the spoiler against Minnesota on Saturday, and they're going to keep trying to do that as the rest of the season goes on. And the home... The, this home, the stretch of home games continues for the LA Kings. As on Monday, they take on the Colorado Avalanche. And then Wednesday, they take on the Ottawa Senators, which a lot of people will say that might be the battle for first overall. But you just never know. Colorado is going to be a very tough matchup. They've been playing well of late. They lost the other night to Vancouver. So it's going to be that's going to be a great test for this LA Kings team on Monday night. Again, who are hot right now, five in a row. 8-2-1 over their last 11, but they face the Avalanche on Monday and the Ottawa Senators on Wednesday, both at home at the Staples Center. Now, before we let you go for episode 47 of the Kingston, we want to remind you about our unbelievable contest we have going on with our friends at Cool Hockey and Tankathon, as of course, it is Hockey Podcast Network NHL Draft Contest presented by Tankathon and Cool Hockey. Let me let me remind you how this contest goes. Just visit tankathon.com slash NHL. Click Sim Lottery to create a 15 teams, team simulation. Screenshot your favorite outcome. So you get to press it as many times as you want. Keep pressing refresh or keep pressing Sim Lottery until you get the results you want for the lottery, what you think that your prediction will be. Screenshot your favorite outcome when you get it. Submit your entry by commenting it below on the post below on the Hockey Podcast Network Twitter. And make sure you tag your friend and retweet the post. If you go 15 out of 15 or the closest 15 out of 15, we'll win a $200 gift card to coolhockey.com. All entries must be submitted by April 8th. In event of a tie, winner will be drawn from tied entries you only get one entry per twitter account so make it count it's your choice when you want to put it in do you want to put it in later in the season when it's closer to the draft do you want to put it in now say if your team's hot like the la kings their percentage might go down in the draft so you get to pick when you want to do it but you have until midnight on april 8th actually eleven fifty nine eastern time eastern time to check it out on april 8th so again the hockey podcast network NHL Draft Contest presented by Tankathon and Cool Hockey. Visit tankathon.com slash NHL. Click Sim Lottery to create a 15-team simulation. Once you get your favorite outcome, screenshot it. Submit your entry by commenting below to the post on the Hockey Podcast Network to HockeyPodNet on Twitter. And make sure to tag your friend and retweet the post for a chance to win a $200 gift card to coolhockey.com. Thank you so much for listening to episode 47 of The King's End. Of course, I'm your host, Jordy Cunningham. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, before we let you go, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at the Kings Den THPN. Follow me, your host, Jordy Cunningham, at Cunningham Jordy. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter and Instagram at HockeyPodNet. Don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on YouTube for all of our video footage. And don't forget to follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Patreon. For just $1, you can find all our exclusive bonus content from all of our great people that we have around the whole podcast network and of course don't forget to like rate subscribe, and review the hockey podcast network and the king's end and don't forget to check out all 31 podcasts around the whole network of course one for every single team every team everywhere here at the hockey podcast network of course all 
as always, don't forget to check out Ice Analytics as well, our podcast all about advanced analytics here at the Hockey Podcast Network. And don't forget to check out Tales with TR. I know he's been a bit on a bit of a hiatus lately, but he's he just tweeted recently. He's coming back. He's going to have a new episode very soon. So definitely check out Tales with TR, our podcast with former NHLer Terry Ryan. Thank you so much for listening to episode 47 of the Kings Den. We will talk to you on Thursday for episode 48. Stay hot, Kings Den.